welcome to the Kiss My Ground podcast, and this is the podcast for women who want more than they're told that they can have, the ones who are ready to break free from the shackles of the girl's status quo and embrace their inner bad bitch. Nothing is off limits here. We are spiritual badasses, and we are talking everything from mindset, manifestation, pleasure, money, motherhood, you name it, we're talking about it. And we are saying things that we are not meant to be saying. So buckle in, bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. Good morning, you sexy queens. Welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And I am, of course, your host, Tash Mundy or Natasha Mundy, whatever you prefer. Depends how formal we're feeling on the day. So today we are actually going to be getting straight into it and we are talking about not everyone is your friend. Ah! All right, so I love this topic today because, you know, as always, these are always topics that I have learned from firsthand in my own life and this is definitely something that I have been very, very, very guilty of in my life even still up to now. And this is something that I am now currently working on. So it's why I wanted to have a little chitty chat about it today. So what prompted this? I saw a reel the other day, but I had to repost it. It was on Instagram from this account that I just love following, but it's called Rich Lady Adventures if you want to find it. Um, And it was a reel about let's normalize not calling everybody our friends and realizing that some people are things like equate, you know, in use terms like acquaintances, work colleagues, you know, family, you know, whatever it may be, rather than defaulting to friends. And I think that this is, I don't know, it really blew me away when I saw it. Um, Like, I think it's funny because I think deep down we all know this, right? But we can get really guilty of not doing it. And a large part of this really stems from that whole people-pleasing situation, right? Because you want people to like you and so you want them to be your friends. And and I think it can lead to quite a lot of, um, that's what I want to look for here, disappointment <laughs> when you start categorizing people as friends. Because I think that when, you know, firstly, I think that we need to place the importance of the meaning of what an actual friend is. And you need to work out what that is for yourself because, you know, like I I feel like for using the label friend is that we really need to work out what that label means to us and and hold it in that high regard that it deserves because not everyone should be your friend, you know. Um, And friends are, you know, it's like holding them up on that level of sort of, you know, like a higher level meaning that they reciprocate your sort of energy, they respect your boundaries, they're there to sometimes sometimes tell you things that you don't want to hear. They, you know, they're there for you in your darkest moments and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe take a moment now, think about who you classify as friends and do they meet some of these requirements? Like, are they the type of person that you go to when the shit hits the fan who is going to, you know, you know, always laugh at those TikToks, you know, with the, the best friend rocking up with the spade and the thing, you know, <laughs> they get, are they going to help you in that moment? Um, you know, really think about that there, you know, are these people that you're going to turn to in your darkest moment and that are going to support you if you needed it, you know, how many of your actual, and I use my little air quotes that you can't see here, how many of your actual friends actually live up to that, um, that expectation, right? 
or that, you know, like what a friend should be, right? And if you've got people who are not at that level, okay, so what is their label? All right, you know, and I do talk about this, like I love to break things down. For me, you know, one thing I look at, I have inner circle friends. So these are my ride or dies, you know, like they are my, my actual ride or dies that I can turn to for absolutely anything that I can call in the middle of the night that I could rock up at the house. They're my ride and dies. They are my inner circle. And they're the ones now and what I'm learning to do. They're the ones that I share everything with. All right. They're the ones who are not going to judge me when I share stuff with them. They're the ones who love me anyway. They're the ones who are going to like kick me in the ass when I need it. Like these are like my ride and dies. These are the people that I couldn't live without. That's my inner circle. And then I have my sort of outer circle. And I guess, you know, the outer circle, like these guys are still friends, you know, but not quite as close as the other ones. So these might be more of those friends that I don't, you know, that I could still call for help, that I could, that I can still confide in and I love catching up with, but I just, you know, life's busy and we don't get to see each other as much. Maybe we're in different phases of life. Maybe we live in different states and, you know, things like that where they couldn't just like drop of a hat come and save you from something, right? That's a good way to look at it, I guess. Um, Then more my outer circle friends. And then now what we're starting to realize too is, you know, like, and I think especially for Australians, right? If you're not Australian, you're listening to this, I'll sort of give a little breakdown. We are renowned for calling everyone our mate, you know, and I think that that sort of terminology as well, because we're using mate just encompasses everything. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Everyone's your mate, right? But not everyone is your mate. (laughs) Um, Even though that we use that term very loosely here in Australia. And some people just out there just don't have the best interest in heart, you know, at heart for you, or that you're not like a sort of main player in their lives because they're not your mates. It's because they are either, these are potentially people who are in your life because of different situations, right? So these could be your work colleagues, you know, maybe you, you know, like I, I'm starting to realize too now, like I have dance and, and say before I would call them dance friends, but maybe they're more dance acquaintances. So they're people that I know from my dance class that I get along well with that we, you know, we share really sort of intimate moments when we're dancing and we're performing together, you know, like, so we're going through training together. Then we're in the locker room together and, and, you know, we're going through that same thing, you know, when you're performing, you know, the highs and lows. So it is quite an intimate sort of relationship, but it sort of ends at dance, right? And yes, you might catch up here and there, but they're not also then the people that you're going and running and telling your deepest, darkest secrets to either, right? So they're, you know, so learning, okay, they're my dance acquaintances, especially for me with my wrestling. This is a big one is, and where I've been guilty of like letting people into my, and I use the term loosely, friend circle, when really they didn't deserve a place in my friend circle at all. They are, again, more, they're wrestling colleagues. And because that's what it is, because it is a business, they're wrestling colleagues. This is the same with people that you go to work. Yes, um, you work with, you know, like in, you might catch up here and there or do a couple of things, but they are your work colleagues. All right. And yes, sometimes people from all these different aspects of your life might step in further and they might make it to outer circle or inner circle. 
And that's totally fine. That's, you know, that's so normal, especially, you know, it'd be someone at work and you're spending like a lot of time with them all the time. And then they start, you know, becoming a part of your everyday life, you know, and they're there at your special moments and you're going out for dinner and you're catching up outside of work. And then you start confiding each other more and more and all that sort of stuff. That's how people, you know, that's the journey to become an inner circle friend, right? So it's not saying that these people who are things like acquaintances or people, you know, or colleagues or whatever they are, but, you know, can't make it into the inner circle. That's not what we're saying at all, but we're saying that where they start out at, you know, and sometimes where they start out as where they stay at, but just normalizing, not calling everyone our friend and realizing that our time and our energy and to be in our presence is a fucking gift. All right. This goes for everyone. It is a fucking gift to be in your energy and in your presence. It is um, something special. If I get to be your friend, Um, And we, you know, like that's, it's not for everyone and we need to start getting a bit picky and choosy as well about who we are letting into those circles. So who are we letting into our inner circle? All right. Um, Because, you know, like as I said, like your energy, everything about you is precious and, and we need to start realizing that. And time, I said this the other day, time is our most precious commodity. Right, because time is something that cannot be replaced, and how you spend your time once that time is gone, it is done. You can, you know, and this is about who you spend your time with as well. Is you know, realizing how precious that is, and um, really honoring that. Really, at the end of the day, it's our precious, precious resource. So, just realizing that, and you know. To be called one of, to be one of our inner circle friends, what we need to realize as well is that is just an honor and a privilege. That is not something that is just given away willy nilly to everyone because we call everyone our mate or everyone is our friend, you know. And like I said at the beginning as well, sometimes wanting to make everyone our friend, that is like the biggest, one of the biggest signs of people pleasing. So even if you think that you work on people pleasing and you don't do it, if you are in a position where you're calling everyone your friend and you're trying to make people happy and you're putting in more effort with relationships and other people, they're all signs that they are not your friends. They are your acquaintances. They are your colleagues. They are a situational friendship, you know, so realizing, okay, yeah, let, let's label them correctly so they can have the correct place in your life where they actually deserve with the energy they deserve. But the sooner that you realize that being in your presence and your energy and how you spend your time is a gift and it is special and that not everyone deserves it is when you start realizing, you know, and this is about learning about your own self-worth and increasing that as well, because then what you'll find is the people that you do let into those really special places of your life, you know, they really appreciate being there and they want to be there and they build you up and they make you better as well, you know, where the other sort of relationships are actually just really fucking draining, you know, and you wish that they would spend more time with you or you wish that something was different and and it's just, and you get frustrated and angry, you know, like that's not the energy that you, you want to come out with, you know, but I think the moment that we start, that's kind of those two shifts, right, that we need to make is one, realizing our own self-worth and that not everyone deserves a place at the table, you know, and and to value, you know, our own self-worth in the sense of our time and our energy and everything is precious and it is a 
privilege and an honor to be there. Then we start getting more picky about who we're going to let in that place, right? And then when we learn to use labels of people correctly, okay, these are my friends, these are my acquaintances, these are my colleagues, and really being able to put people into those categories, then you'll be able to shift your energy of, you know, how you um, sort of react to some of these people as well. So then what you find when you put correct labels on people, e.g. move them out of the friend circle and pop them in the categories they should be, acquaintances, colleagues, you will expect a lot less of them as well. And then you'll find that that frustration with them as well can go away because you're no longer expecting, you know, like, you know, you're not expecting A grade service at a C grade level. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a lot of peace for yourself and for them as well to be able to recognize and put people in those places where they should be and to protect you know, our energy and who we're surrounding ourselves with. Now, the great thing about doing something like this, right, if you start, you know, categorizing people in your life and moving them out of, say, inner circle or even outer circle, if you don't think they do, do you know what it does? It does this really beautiful thing as well, is it actually then makes so much room for more incredible people to come along in your life. All right, so it's like anything, you know, when it comes to universal laws and things like that. But once we start making making room, so we, we're making that space by putting people in the categories they belong, so moving them out of that inner circle or outer circle, you know, moving them from friend status. So we're moving these people out of friend status and what we're doing is we're creating more room in there. And then the universe does this beautiful thing of then brings more people who are in alignment with you and who you want to be with and things like that to come up and step into your friend space. And it's such a beautiful thing because then you have more capacity for these people instead of wasting energy on, on people who didn't deserve it in the first place, right? So then you have this more capacity and it helps you to level up as well. And one last little thing that I'll say as well, be really careful with who you are letting into that circle. You've all heard that old saying like you become like the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you are there and you are spending time with people who are not going anywhere, who, you know, are closed minded, who aren't growth minded people who, you know, are not pushing boundaries and are just either settling or going backwards, then you're going to be like that as well, you know, so Step in the room with people who expand you, especially if you have big goals and aspirations. Start getting in the room with those people, all right? And start, you know, look for that growth and those people in your life who are going to build you up, who push you to be better, who have, you know, big conversations, open conversations, growth conversations that just blow your mind, deep conversations. I don't have time for shallow conversations, all right? So don't don't get into that and then start just really realizing who, who get picky about who you let in that inner circle. All right, my Queens, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if this episode resonated with you in any way, it would mean the world to me if you could share this podcast with another like-minded woman to help us grow. See you next week. Mwah.